Welcome to the 110th episode of News Dump, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss. I'm local man Aaron Vantile, joined today by Chronicle Executive Editor Eric Schwartz, Chronicle VP Franklin Taylor, and back, Chronicle baby. Reporter Isabel, don't interrupt, Isabel <laughs> Vanderstoop, and we're joined in spirit by sponsors Summit Funding and The Roof Doctor. I saw you angling to try to get Gobel Septic back in there today on Slack. They're yeah, they're they're come coming. on, Gobel. They want a real ad on Sports Dump, and so I told Franklin, you know, if we can squeeze them into News Dump, it's a match that's meant to be. Well, don't give them a free ad now. No, don't tell anybody what they no. do. As much as I enjoy their product, great um, product, oh, fantastic. Aaron product. had the absolute best commercial for them that I think they should use. Oh yeah, when he did his uh, running one, yeah. he needed a he needed a Santa can. Yeah, I mean that that's a problem that persists to today. I use that company's product often. <laughs> if I was a man of means, I would put one of their porta potties in my front yard and use that instead of one of well, my. Well, don't bathrooms. give away what company it is. I didn't. I said that company. Anyway, clown that business. Yeah, you know, our first news item: the CDC has declared that monkeypox cannot be spread through sewage, so you are free to eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. That Second was good. news item: the fair hath begun. Hell yeah. Fair week, baby. What's going on? It's Wednesday, so the fair started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Biggest news story out of the fair, obviously. Little Miss Friendly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Isabel is our lead fair correspondent up to this point of the fair. <laughs> and last night, uh, you know, there's two times a year where we really button down and we get in the news trenches, as I was three. telling Franklin. Three times. Maybe three times. Yes. Elections. And Little Miss Friendly, it's all hands on deck. <laughs> it is. And Twice the Slack was going crazy. Election. And you mentioned you were explaining this to new reporter Owen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think he with got a straight it. face like this is our. Yeah, yeah. I uh, no, we, we do seriously take it seriously, but we go a little bit over the top for Little Miss Friendly. It's our it's our local tradition. No one else has it. It's like yeah. little was, Sebastian. In the Parks other stuff Rack. helps, but Little Miss Friendly keeps the lights on. Yeah, I was trying to explain that to bystanders who were like, trying to talk to me before Little Miss Friendly, I was like, I need my, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta work here. Like, I gotta think about like, my entire life yeah. before I report on Little Miss Friendly. Like, I know it seems like we're just here to have a good time, and I'll tell you, we are having a good time, but also, it's important news, it and everybody pumping. loves it, yeah. yeah. Please yeah. don't ruin this experience for me, I'm trying to see who wins here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it took place last night. Franklin, you were one of the judges, is that correct? I was one of the judges. I was part of it. What did that wow. entail? Oh, man. I, so I thought we asked the girls a lot of questions, but each judge picked one question to ask each girl individually. What was my, your question? Why would you like to be Little Miss Friendly? Oh, come on. Jeez, You can man. do better than that, Frank. Strong, well, I had to pick off a sheet of questions. You should have oh, asked, so. why are you, how are you friendlier than these other four girls? <laughs> that would be an awesome question. Yeah. But no. So Remember it next year, I guess. They are you going to tell us who you voted for? They run that. Well, I don't get a vote. I just grade. Oh. I just grade them all individually, and then someone else. Votes. Who decides then? It's a mystery. Is this a, like an Illuminati Wait, type so mystery? Wait, so can you tell us how it's done? Yeah. So in there, me and uh, five, uh, five, five of us total. Each girl comes in one at a time. We each ask her one question, and then I think it's out of a total of thirty points. We give them a score, and then we write notes about each girl. Okay. And then we turn our sheets in. Your scoring rubric, if you will. If you will, and then we show up on fair day just the surprise of everybody else. And I crawled, I clawed on everybody's door well, to I'm find out who won. The, the system because no Okay, I like that. So it, it's really just, it's, it's really just like if they meet the criteria, it's not like you get just one vote for one girl. Yeah, it's not like you could come in there and, and they're also, they're numbers. So mm -hmm. you don't know anybody's name. Mm -hmm. So when I asked uh, Sue, cause Sue's the head of Little Miss Friendly for years, um, and it sounds like maybe she's going to be done. I'm not positive on that, but I asked her who won and she said, I don't know who won, but I think it was number six. Man, who was this? And I was like, it's amazing. That's awesome. Wow. So it's pretty cool how it's not like you can't go in there and just be like, what's your last name? Okay. You win. It really That's, is pretty, is it's cool. really fair. Election integrity. Exactly. I yeah. told Aaron yesterday I was going to bring this up. But first, I wanted to... Isabel had incredible headlines for Little Miss Friendly. <laughs> they were great. I the wanted winner, to go big. And we were, we, should we announce the winner? We, well, we, we'll do it in the course of reading these headlines. Uh, okay. Judges smitten with Emma Britton, the new Little Miss Friendly. Britton's got talent. Shahela's girl named Little Miss Friendly. I like that one a lot. The era of Emma. Britton the Cape. 
and Britain on the Ritz, <laughs> which was your your uh, <laughs> that submission. was Aaron's. That was so we went with the first two I, I read because we did one online and one in print. Britain's Got Talent online. was the fan favorite, I think, in the Slack chat at least. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then I was mentioning to Aaron how humorous it would be if the former Little Miss Friendly refused to give up her cape and started yelling, stop the steal during the ceremony. Oh, just yelling at Franklin. There's like another guy that looks like Franklin, like a, a fake elector shows oh up. Oh boy. <laughs> it's just like, I'm here to fill this out for Michaela Maynard. She is going to, she's going to be two, 2021, 2022 and 2023 Little Miss Friendly as Joe Kent might say. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, in a year and a half, fair officials storm her condo to find Take the, the classified documents she's been holding on to exactly yeah no little miss friendly was awesome jared winselberger got some incredible photos uh he does every year but i thought his moment of uh announcing that emma was the winner was great got all the girls cheering in there um yeah it was a good time and isabel wrote it up fantastically thank you what else what else is happening at the fair there's a big ass cow over there yeah a huge cow biggest cow (laughs) oh that cow is the same is me. Another Isabel joint. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna like spoil the way if you wanna <laughs> guess it yourself. So like skip ahead 15 seconds now. But uh the cow is You were so worried about that. She was worried about spoiling it in print on the subhead. I had put what the weight was and she she waved it off on the proofing table. I want people to be able to, to guess it themselves. <laughs> but uh anyways, he was twenty he is twenty 2,740 pounds. Wow. wow. He is so big. And I was thinking like, okay, it says guess his weight. So I'm like, okay, if a, let's say a grizzly bear were like a thousand pounds, that would be like an enormous bear, right? Like bear. the biggest, right? Like fat bear season. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, he must come in like under that. So I'm thinking seven to nine. And then I lifted that up and he's a whole ton more than my guess. So I just mm-hmm. discovered the measure of things.com just now. And the first one, if you type in two, oh, I did 2,200 and it's 2,700, right? Yeah. But the first one for 2,200, it's about one and a half times as heavy as a cow, which is ironic. I love that. So it's twice the size <laughs> of a regular cow. Um, Not about. twice, but one and a half. A big old cow. Well, that was well, 2,200. Also, the sweetest, most wonderful thing about him is that this is his first time at a fair and he's a little nervous. <laughs> it's about three fifths as heavy as a rhinoceros. Well, why don't they bring a rhinoceros to the fair? Wow. And, and he's ten. Once right? I updated the numbers, it's one and Excuse four me? fifths the times. The cow's as heavy ten as years old. No. Yeah. Oh, I thought so. As heavy as the tongue of a I blue don't think whale. A steer lives to be ten. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, ten this, years old. This is a great website. What? Ten years old. Yeah, I think, oh. that's what's on there. I think that was even in your story. And fifteen feet. Long. I did not catch that. That's a a unit. That's a unit. I did not catch that he was that old. Wow. Okay. What else is going on at the fair? What's what are the musical acts this year? Uh, they don't have like a big headliner. No foreigner. Uh, no. There's no no. beach. They've kind of been moving away. Isabel can drop some breaking news though. Derby canceled. Oh yeah, the Derby was canceled. And you heard that through the sad voice of Luke Kilgore announcing it over the loudspeakers, Actually, right? this this guy came up to me and was like, oh, we've got a story. It's getting <laughs> canceled. And I'll admit, I don't know exactly who it was who said that to me. So if you see me again, please l- let me know your name. But You told um, me to share it too, and I didn't. I didn't feel like dunking on the fair in Little Miss Friendly's moment. No, I kind of <laughs> think he like wanted us to share it so that more people would know and not like, I don't know, but whatever. It, then Kilgore like announced it to the crowd who was like really bummed and grumbly about it. But also they're just giving them like free admission to the fair on Sunday and free admission to the Sunday Derby or they can have a refund. So it doesn't seem like it's like that big a deal, but they, um, it speaks to an earlier story that Eric Trent wrote when he was still here at the paper about how it's just hard to find the cars these days. And a lot of people just quit doing it and they're more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, Best derbies in Forks, Washington anyways. So I don't even know why you're you're always bragging about this. The prize money is like pretty good from the, the derbies at the fair, but the, I'm sure the cost to build the cars is like, probably not a good, probably not a good ROI. And also just time invested. I don't know. Yeah, you asked about music, skill. paperback writer is there today, which probably won't help anyone out who's listening to this podcast because they play at seven. Mm-hmm. Then we got the Swan Brothers tomorrow at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, they are kind of considered the headline concert this year. We they see. were on The Voice. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, I think they won The Voice. Yeah, they won The Voice. So that's a big deal. And then Aaron Crawford's going to be playing at 4 and 8 p.m. on Friday, followed by The Boondock Boys. Ooh, Sounds The Boondock like a good Boys. time on Saturday at 1 and 3. And then as Isabel mentioned, we have Poker Face. That's coming on Saturday at 8 p.m. Lady Gaga? The Lady Gaga Experience. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like a tribute to Lady Gaga. Oh, I right. really hope to be there. And yeah. then KACS Family Day concerts. Those are very popular on Sunday. We'll have some gospel Christian music. They are. I heard you can skip church, and if you go to the concert, it counts. What day is the Poker Face one? That's Saturday at 8 p.m. Oh, I can go. That'd be fun. I'm going to go after the rodeo. And it's funny you mentioned church because they actually have a church service at the fairgrounds over by the horse arena. So you I can, didn't you know can do that. Both. I just learned it yesterday. Wow. That's oh, pretty cool. I'm should... standing on this fair, so I'm really just constantly researching it, making sure we're not <laughs> missing good. anything. The fair's good. But moving on to the coolest thing at the fair, mutton busting. Yeah, that was very cool. And this is the, like, children rodeo. Right. Uh, they put the mic in this, girl, this little girl's mouth. And they're like, how old are you? She's like three. And they're like, all right, hop on that sheep. You're riding it. <laughs> And the sheep just yeet those kids it everywhere. Did. She, she was launched. <laughs> what if they mixed it around to where, like... Well, then the guy got up, and he's like, oh, you got sawdust in your mouth. Let's get you a water. And then someone yelled, hey, we're all, we're all out of water, boss. And he's like, have your mom buy you a water. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did a children's rodeo, but they mixed it up to where, like, you're riding a horse around, and you got to lasso kids? Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. We'll see that one day, I bet. Yeah. Right? And the rodeo is going to be on Saturday. If you're interested right. in that. It's a professional rodeo this year. This is a professional <laughs> is bull it, riders association. Is it previous has been an amateur rodeo? I think so. I think so. <laughs> that PBR. is a thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. I, yeah. this I don't know why you're laughing. This one's sanctioned. I, <laughs> I'm PBR sure cool. all the like, There are a lot of sports that are kids. like amateur, and then there's also professional people who play. That's like how sports work. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> how sports work. Aaron was probably bullied growing up in Adna by cooler rodeo kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brother's literally a cowboy. Yeah, he probably bullied you. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, any other fair news? Oh, there's endless amounts of fair news. If we stay on this topic, we uh, will the, be talking all the day. The Lewis County stream team is giving out free willow cuttings, and I wrote a story about that. Those are the only ones that we have stories on now. I think we've covered all of those, right? All right. Tyler Rental came to oh, save yeah. the day. We had that one as well. Oh, I did. I just saw that. That Donated was cool. the use of a water truck after the horse water truck died. What so. I would say is if you want to know more about what's going on at the fair, it doesn't cost that much to go, and it's worth it. And, and you can get yeah. scones. Check the fair website, too, the southwestwashingtonfair.org, because they're doing their events a little differently this year, and it looks like they're going to do like a daily schedule rather than release everything early. We usually would have it in the paper, but we're not going to be able to do that this year. All right. Next news item. More than Longest Jubilee was last weekend. God, it seems like so long ago. Really does. The granddaddy yeah. of all logging events. There's a ton of video of it online. A lot of swole dudes with chainsaws, things of that nature. There's a parade, I believe. Yep. Yep, there was. 76 entries, or 100 entries, 76 different floats at that parade. That seems about average, right? That yeah, seems like a big parade. I don't know parades, I guess. That seems right, huge. What was there on tonight now? Like 60? An hour know. parade? I don't know. I'll talk more about why later, but I was like live videoing and walking through that. And I, well, I'll just say I was stung by a bee <laughs> during an assignment that morning, which I'll go into more detail about. But I was like limping and was in so much pain and just like my phone started cutting out. So I stopped the live video and then everybody was like, of course you didn't do the whole video. And like, oh, it was just like, oh, oh it was the Tracy Murphy never, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like some I mention of Taylor's happy. tabloid in there. Oh, yeah. I, and it was, it was literally a, hey, just catchy. me. Yeah. And then I got to one point in the parade where I was like, I could not keep walking. And then I just was like, I want to go home. <laughs> you were oh, taken out. That was whatever. a yeah. You were marching around in the forest looking for fishers earlier that morning. Yeah, yeah, which I put in the news here, the notes. But yeah, other than that, Morgan Morgan usually thanks to Chad Corley went out and did some video of the parade. Oh mm-hmm. man, uh, parade was cool. Likewise at the fair as well. Sadie so got nice so much candy that she wanted to eat. We went back the next day for the actual logging show, and it was so much fun. It was so cool. This is where we inform people that Isabel has gotten into a kick where she doesn't stop working and she does just every story all the time. Mm. And it's it's awesome. It's a compliment and I don't want her to stop, but I've been asking her to stop. It's one Everybody of those Everybody does all the stories. Yeah. I mean. Not on weekends, Sundays, Saturdays. Anyways, Isabel's an, an all-star. 
Thank you. Uh, next item. Do we want to cover this here? Or do we want to save it for later? I think you should put I it in. I don't know. You're so worked up about it. I'm not that worked up about it. I got all my frustration I out. think emotionally <laughs> we should move this to the end so you can process the rest of the podcast. Um, I <laughs> just right, to keep fine. you together. You know what I mean? I, I'm not worked up about it anymore. I just have a few I'm issues. just giving you a hard time. How things are, how you things wrote a fine going. column on uh, the homeless issue. Lewis County considers citizen committee for contracts on services for homeless. And when we... Uh, well, I should say when Isabel filed this story, you were the first person I thought of. I was like, oh, Aaron's not going to like this new advisory <laughs> committee situation because you've I've got enough committees. Yeah, no, I get that. So I wrote a column about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. appreciate your takes. It should Made be in some Saturday's points. paper. So yeah. is this like a note that the Aaron column is back? Uh, you can hope so. <sighs> Let's not get carried away. In the tagline at the end where you're supposed to put an email address for readers to contact you, it just says, <laughs> Aaron does not wish to be contacted <laughs> by anyone about by anything. Anyone about anything. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I'm, I'm up for discussing your takes on that, Aaron. Um, It'll be old yeah, next week. Yeah. It's, uh, so the, a few things that stuck out to me were the county commissioners are discussing the contracts, the county issues for services on homelessness, uh, homeless-related issues, things of that nature. Uh, one of the points was the county has allocated $22 million in Department of Commerce grants toward homelessness in the past few years, but hasn't spent any of it on mental health services. Uh, those are like, those are grants. They come with strings. Like, you can't just be like, well, we're going to spend them on this thing. Like, I looked it up. It's very easy information to find. It does not take a long time. Like, you could have answered all of his so own saying questions. saying it has to be spent on what they're spending it on. They don't have any other option. Yeah, there are like... Things. It's all explained initiative. in the column. I, mean, I know. Yeah. I was, this is for the podcast well, listeners. In, yeah. Just to like play devil's advocate though, like one of the things that he wants to be different from my understanding is that they like apply for grants that have different stipulations. Like that when they go yeah. for those dollars, they go for them in a way that it tackles the issues that aren't getting fixed now. You can not like let's spend this money on something else. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But even with that, like you can do both. You can still apply for those grants, and you can ha- you can have your cake and eat it too. That's kind of the whole point of my column. I think, um, I think I'll just also play an advocate here, and I don't necessarily disagree with anything you've said, Aaron. Thank God. But I think that <laughs> the residents of Lewis County want their leaders to be working on this issue right now because there there is a fear. Uh, that if you don't do something different, that it's going to you know cascade out of control like it has 25 miles to the north yeah. or even further up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I understand why an elected commissioner would want to tackle this, but I also understand why you think that it's being handled in the wrong way. It's I just there was just a few points in there that irked me, like the part about uh, Swope said it was frustrating that that number, the 22 million, was so high, yet the county had not yet found 300 thousand in funding for a peer-to-peer mental health counseling program at the Veterans Memorial Museum. Uh, I don't know. I seem to remember not that long ago when we had $15 million in CARES Act money just laying around and sent a survey out about it. Mm-hmm. And business owners in the county said in that survey, they prioritized addressing behavioral health care needs like mental health treatment and substance abuse services. We had a whole story about it. Like the money is there. You've got this program you want to fund. You're in charge of all that. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have the money, you have the direction don't sit there at a meeting about something else and be like, why haven't we done this? I don't know. Well, I'm of the opinion that anytime Chip Duncan asks for something over at the Veteran Memorial Museum, he should give it to him. Oh, yeah. well, that's what the commissioners think too. Yeah. Like then, then what's, I, I, I guess I just don't so see you what think you're is. just wondering why they don't have a spare $300,000 that they could just spend right now, right? Yeah. I mean, we question. just spent, we just dropped a million on a abandoned bank for an animal shelter. Yeah. Remember when they spent what, 500,000 for a parking lot last year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just saying, I think, like it's. I think one thing I've, I've been really like challenged recently with like writing about these issues because I think, I don't know exactly why, but um, I think homelessness in Lewis County has just become really like visible recently in a way, or at least it's maybe like more talked about um, for a variety of reasons. And there's probably a bigger homeless population here now than ever before. And, when it comes to like, I've been working on this story about clean teams in Lewis County and people have varying issues or like opinions on 
um, homeless people and trash and then like something they're contributing to litter and some think like everybody litters and that's like a just stereotyping. And even though I do think it's really important to be critical about this issue in like all ways, I also think it's important to remember that like you and Swope both want like the best for people at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I agree. And the people who whatever they think about litter, they just like don't want it to be there. And you know, like the values are the same despite the fact that there is a lot, a lot, a lot of disagreement about how to get there. And um, like I said, it doesn't mean that the arguments shouldn't happen, but I've just been trying to remember that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think like, I think we all have the same goals in mind as far as what to do with people experiencing homelessness. And I don't mean like what to do as in like, where do we stick them to get them out of the way? Like, yeah. Help them. Yeah. Um, it was just, the, I, it's just like the idea of like, well, we'll just throw a citizen advisory board at it to make sure public health and services are spending the money correctly and doling out these grants, um, that aren't really our money. Like he's saying, like they come from commerce. They're not there. The way it was stated in the story, it sounded like it was coming out of the county budget, which it is not. It mm -hmm. is a separate source of funding. Oh, I'm sorry if I made it sound like that. No, I don't think you made it sound like that. I just like that's that felt like the tone of the argument about it. Just um, an example on the spectrum of opinions. Like for the longest time, I've been a huge fan of Gather Church, and I still am, to be honest. Yeah. Like just personally, it's like they get special treatment in the paper or anything like that. Um, I mean, one of my best friends died of an overdose. I like that they hand out Narcan. Like, I think that's, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, early on, this is years ago, I really thought everybody had that opinion. And then you start talking about it with people and there's people that are angry about the fact that they're going out and handing out Narcan. They think it's enabling them and they're angry that they're providing them Suboxone and things like that. Um, so that's a, such a gap to cross when yeah. it comes to handling the issue. Because like Isabel said, I don't think either side of that situation I just laid out, I don't see either one of them as being bad or evil. Like, But yeah. it can it can sound like that in discourse sometimes. Well, I guess the thing that really... I'll, I'll finish this real quick and then you can good. jump in. Yeah, no. The thing that really jumped out at me was just the idea of like another citizen advisory board when we've covered on this podcast that the commissioner's uh, habit of having advisory committees and boards and then just kind of rolling their eyes and doing what they wanted. Board of Health was your best example, I thought. Yeah, and and their idea was to throw in like some local business owners, a member of law enforcement, some local politicians. And it sounded to me like you're just doing like a bureaucratic version of round up the usual citizen committee members and stick them on a committee. Yeah, and I just, you're that. just bringing in the same people who've been staring at the problem and not changing anything and being like, well, maybe this time we'll mm -hmm. have a new idea. Like, I don't know, like mix it up a little bit. Just randomly draw names out of a hat. Pull some people that have experienced homelessness in there and be like, hey, what do you think we should do? Well, I think that's also, I tried to sort of mention that in the story that the the level of how official that group would be or whether it would just be an ad hoc like, here's like a couple people we brought to talk to the mayors this month to have a brainstorming session. Like, I don't know that it's necessarily going to end up being an official County group, but that's like what they're, that's what they're entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't think like anybody has a really strong opinion about the way that it should start or how long it should be or whatever. It's, it's just like, I think, I could see that the commissioners have a lot. Well, for Swope, like he has called several times in the past couple of weeks for like more accountability in these grants. But then like until somebody sits down and like works through them and meets with service providers, how, how are they going to like accomplish that goal? You know what I mean? So yeah. somebody's got to do it. And I don't know if that is a role for a commissioner or if it would be better suited to be in a community member. So I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a horrible idea, but um, yeah, I can understand like the frustration of if they aren't listening to citizen advisory committees anyways, but I don't know if it, it was one they created, maybe they would. It also kind of felt like, holding the people that issue the contracts for homeless related 
expenditures to a different standard than they would anything else in the county? Like, yeah. do we have a specific citizen advisory committee on the county's law enforcement budget? And this is not me being anti-police, Schwartz, as no, I know I you are wanting to agree say. With you. <laughs> but like, that is a much bigger line item that's actually coming out of the budget and should be bigger. It, there you go. Double it. And if you're going to say like, well, they haven't fixed homelessness, like, well, do we still have crime? Maybe we need a committee on that. Do we have a crime committee? I think the way... Seriously, do we, do we have a crime There's a civil service commission. There you go. I think the way we view like successes, it really varies among citizens of the county. Just like you were talking about with Gather Church and like their Narcan. And I see... I feel the same way about needle exchange. Like it's, it can be life-saving and like, even though some people think of it as like enabling, it's, it's just like, why wouldn't you want to save lives and like meet people where they are and like reduce harm. And that's obviously the MO of a church is like go out and be spreading like love and good things in the world. Um, And the fact that like, some people don't see it that way is really tough, but uh, it's, it's also, I think just the hardest thing that comes with that is like, we can't, (laughs) I would like to say that Lewis County has been really successful when it comes to spending money in efficient ways that have helped people because I can see examples of like organizations that have definitely helped people. But I also mm-hmm. think if you were a county commissioner and you see that there's money being spent on this, it wouldn't be like prudent to say, oh, we're really successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can understand the argument of like, what is this grant money paying for and what is it doing? Um, I just don't like the the implication of holding it up to a different kind of scrutiny than you would any other government sure. expenditure. That makes sense. Unrelated note that's not on here. I just want to mention uh, they cleaned out the homeless camp over at Exit 77 recently. They gave them all homes? No, they just cleared it out. And the details are a little sketchy on it, too, because it was the way it was termed to us was that the business evicted them, essentially, told them to leave. And then in the, in the same story, Twin Transit, like this was the, a hard pivot in the headline, homeless camp cleared in Chehalis, semicolon. Twin Transit plans potentially e-transit e- station to put there. Which I think the, is, is a fantastic is, idea because that'll clean up that exit, and that's a very important entryway into Chehalis. I is think. that the but, the exit uh, with the the park and ride next to the sex shop? Yes, that's the one. They were mm-hmm. yeah. There's encampments out behind it and things, but the story just kind of read funny to me. Matthew Zilstra wrote it up, um, but it was kind of like you know he asked the Chehalis police, "Did you kick them out?" And they're like, "No." And we asked Twin Transit, "Did you kick them out?" But no one really knew. And then everybody kind of settled on it was the business owner. Oh, and oh, by the way, we want to put this tr- transit station in. Uh huh. So uh, <laughs> all of this is unrelated, and right? Business owner isn't even like totally the accurate thing because it's it's not an active business. I think property property owner. owner yeah, you're right. Yeah. That would have been more. Well, thank God people could finally buy porn without being accosted by views of those experiencing homelessness. I don't know. No, it's you can't been... buy porn there anymore because it's not an active business. I mean, they the, shut it down. It wasn't huh? Rainbow or something, and then they closed. Was... And then somebody like hand scrawled a title up on top of it, and I think it tried to operate for a while. And I think you're right, though. I'm like, you are right that it's no longer open. Well, this Sorry, is the Aaron. 21st century. I buy my porn online. Sorry, <laughs> it's always the paradise. <laughs> <laughs> they have parking in the rear. You know. Do you feel uh, like? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've talked this out. I think we've covered enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. We've rambled. I didn't mean to talk I feel like I really it. rambled a lot in my last point, but whatever. Um, we yeah. do that. Anyway, I also have a column in Saturday's paper, perhaps. If I the powers that be worthy. Approve. If it's worthy. Um, you know, we don't, there's a high bar for what we put on the opinion page. I <laughs> tell that in our letter selection. <laughs> I'm going to trim it down to 550 and email it to you as a letter. I think um, it's really good for you to do that, by the way. And I think it's really good for people to be having a lot of these conversations about homelessness. I just wanted to say that as well. It's an important column that features uh, <laughs> me quoting myself, checking my cupboard for cereal and then drinking whiskey instead. Boom. Very just all like good that, Aaron's do. back in the com- in the column section. It's not get carried Weekly. Away. Bring Next back. news. Bring back power rankings. Next news item. Shayla's man arrested for alleged involvement in Oregon catalytic converter trafficking ring. 
Cole Miller of Chehalis, who was 24, had a buttload of converters, and now he is in Allegedly. trouble for that. Allegedly, as well as driving his loud truck past Franklin's house, which upset <laughs> Franklin. This whole bus thing is just remarkable to me because this catal- the catal- catalytic converter theft thing just exploded, and then you keep thinking it can't just stick around. And it, I mean, they were yeah. they were stealing them in our back parking lot, like in front of the cop station, like mm-hmm. directly across the street from the cops. Bold. I know. Yeah. Like all the time. Um, and then it was actually Chad who noticed or heard that um, we had a local connection to it. And uh, it was only listed in court documents as fugitive from justice. So we missed it for the Saturday paper. Um, but then Emily tracked it down and they're not releasing names unless you call the Beaverton, Oregon police department and you know the name of someone that's on the list and you give it to them. Then they'll say, yes, that that's related to us. Interesting. So yeah, bail set at 500,000 for him, which is speaks to the, I mean, the type of assets they think he has as well as the severity of the crime. Oh uh, no, don't steal the catalytic converter from my Buick 99 Regal. I would hate it. <laughs> and then I, would not go get a new car. <laughs> oh, that would just be awful. You should just get under there and saw it off yourself. That would suck. That would... Whoopsie, somebody stole it. Uh, a number of commenters were upset by this story and argued that he was only selling them. How was he supposed to know they were stolen? Which, like, I don't know. I think you'd know. And there was anecdotal evidence in the comments that he bought a lot of them. Like, people were popping in to say, I sold mine to him for X amount of money. Yeah. And yeah. a few people said he had receipts for some that he bought. Yeah. It's a big allegedly on this one because we don't know enough about it yet. The Oregonian broke well, the story. Well, shouldn't it always be a big allegedly until it always proven? It always yeah. is. We're, I mean, Denny Waller, a former publisher, once sent me a, a note that said, are you using allegedly so much to, as like a joke because you use it so much? <laughs> That's a good thing. And I try not to be, not, you know, try not to declare anyone guilty. Crazy things have happened before when people have been accused of things. Sure. So. Yeah. I mean, what if you get caught on camera blowing up an ATM and then... Yeah. Allegedly. The chain of evidence Allegedly. Goes Thank you, Franklin. Allegedly. And they're like, see you later, sir. The scales of justice weighed him innocent, Aaron. Yeah. Well, certainly. Not really innocent, but uh, absolved. No. Uh, not convicted. Not convicted. Yeah. He got let off on a technicality. That was the um, yeah. That was the, one of two big crime stories in Chehalis this week. We also had over in Chehalis the the couple that was packing up their truck in the morning on Friday, mm-hmm. and a yeah. guy jumped in, Napavine guy, I think, jumped in and stole it and fought off the the woman that was trying to put her stuff in there and dragged her. She had to go to the hospital. It's like a whole thing. And then crashed it in Centralia like 10 minutes later. Totaled yeah. it. Yeah, totaled it. Brazen. Yeah. Chehalis, just of the Twin Cities. <laughs> the most Gotham-like this week. <laughs> uh, speaking of police, Toledo contracts with Winlock for temporary police service. Yeah, I mean, we've talked that's, about this one quite a bit. Yeah, that's not really a... Toledo's still trying to hire a police chief. It's a stopgap, and it's hard to find cops right now is what uh, Mayor Dobosh has said to us. Yeah. Did we not already know this by, like, the last time we were no, recording? No, we didn't. I don't oh. think it was official. No, Friday were, is when we got this discussing. In. Okay. It was right borderline, though, because I do think it was, like, Wednesday, mm. and we recorded Wednesday, but I don't think it came up. Well, we recorded gotcha. Wednesday, and then we had uh, Snaza in Thursday, so we probably talked about it then, like, afterwards. Right. Sorry. I'm just getting... We it's been a, been a long week. Last week. <laughs> well, Ferris, the fair is doing its toll a little over a week. Yeah. Uh, next item, right volunteers <laughs> in Oregon State University study fisher reintroduction in... <clears throat> she made a poop joke. It was hilarious. <laughs> in Gifford Pinchot National Forest. Since we love talking about wolverines, Isabel added this story about a study on fishers, a house cat-sized cousin of wolverines and weasels. So How dare you compare wolverines and weasels? So, well, but that they're in the same family. It looks like it's you cross the two animals. Yeah. Like, that's what it looks like. So mm. I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. I don't want to, like, blame the folks who invited us out. It's not their fault, but we did drive all the way out to Randall and get there at eight o'clock in the morning. And they were like a little bit running behind. So they had to go vault. Like we were at a, we were at Iron Creek campground in the Gifford Pinchot. And then they had to drive all the way back into Randall to get gas. And so between them running a little bit late and the gas stop, we arrived in Randall at 9am. So it was like, we could have <laughs> come an hour 
later. And I was really kind of grumpy about that. Like I said, I'm not trying to blame them. And I then get you got it. stung by a bee. And then, yeah, we were, so we were collecting game cameras um, of fishers, hopefully. And yeah, then I got stung by a hornet twice in the back of the leg. <laughs> I just didn't have a good time. It was really sad because I was really, really excited about this assignment. And I thought it was really sweet of them to invite us along for this. And we have talked about fishers before on the podcast and in the paper and stuff. And they're just really cool. And they started like, re not these people specifically, but agencies started reintroducing them to the Gifford Pinchot in like 2010. And it's been really cool to follow that effort. And anyways, we'll know more about the story when they get the follow-up data, but um, it was it was kind of a bummer for our day. <laughs> and then I had to go to the Morton Lagers Jubilee and I limped. With a bee sting. <laughs> if they were it on- It actually hurts so bad. If it was they like were way on time and not, and not an hour late, do you think you would have got stung? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What it's a, not their a, fault. I just, <laughs> yeah. It was a bummer. True sliding doors moment with that bee sting. Uh, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. Hi, this is Jacek from Summit Funding. Here's what a recent client is saying about us. Hi, this is Chad Taylor. Have you been thinking about purchasing or refinancing your current home? The team at Summit Funding is the best in class. Looking for a conventional FHA, VA, USDA, jumbo, or even a reverse mortgage? Trust the team at Summit Funding. Corley and I did, and we couldn't be happier. Thank you to all of our past clients. If you have any questions, give us a call at 360-330-4037. We're back from our quick break. Time to do some segments. First up, Tales from the Takes page. And I've got a take. If you need a roof, you should call the roof doctor. Oh, mm. damn. At what number, Schwartz? The searing take. The hot take. That's, that's, that's hot. Uh, keep talking about how hot it is while I try so to find you. <laughs> you can also go to theroofdoctor.com. That's theroofdoctor.com. Spelled out, doctor. Not, not abbreviated. Here's, and, here's the thing, though. When, when I consider buying a new roof, I don't want to just throw some people up there and be like, fix it. You know what? Give me a bill later. However much it costs. I don't care. I'm mindful about my finances and my mm -hmm. money. And I want to know beforehand how much it might cost. Is there something that the roof doctor could provide? I mean, they'll give you a free estimate <laughs> if that's God what you're it. asking. <laughs> <sighs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> really saved that one, didn't we? Yeah. No, it was good. I mean, right. this might be inappropriate, but should the roof doctor have a representative on the homeless advisory committee, seeing and as they have more experience <laughs> than anyone with putting roofs over people's heads? Oh, I think it's a pretty good wow. idea. Wow. Or maybe it's the advisory committee brought to you by the roof doctor, as long as it doesn't take away from this sponsorship, because it's very <laughs> special to me. Also a phenomenal idea. Look at that. Such synergy. Uh, anything on the opinion section? Oh, to yeah, there's lots of stuff on the opinion page. We've some had some hot, hot letters lately, um, non-election related, which I think is nice, especially in a, you know, in an election here's, year. Here's a letter I liked. Letter to the editor, podcast, makes it clear Murphy is the right choice for sheriff. They liked the podcast. They uh, said, thanks so much for the news dump podcast. I can't tell you how much I end. enjoy it. And this last one where sheriff's candidates, Tracy Murphy and Rob Snazer were both interviewed was epic. Ooh, epic. And then my favorite, those were the most telling political interviews I've ever heard. And as I told Aaron, suck it, Frost. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, all I got. That's, no, there's, that was a good one. There's, yeah. there's other stuff on there, too. I liked one that we had in today, just a very earnest letter titled Centralia ER Nurses Perform Superhuman Work on a Daily Basis. She starts off by saying she's not a nurse, but she works at the hospital. And I think she outlined a very, like, it should be obvious to everyone, but you're in your moment of emergency. That's why you go to the emergency room. Um, she's just expressing how, you know, injured, sick people can't understand the pressure that those nurses are under and they keep showing up for work every day. Um, and it wasn't even about COVID. This was just about the grind of being in there every day. So I thought that was cool. Um, this other one, make Lewis County safer place to live. I appreciated because it was like an instant take. Like I posted this story on Cronline about how the bail for the guy who stole the truck in Chehalis had been dropped from 100000 to 10000 And literally five minutes later, I had this letter referencing that story that was turned in. So I, I like mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, anything else here? Oh, um, Julie McDonald had a great column. Uh, Hemphill O'Neill Lumber Company celebrates 75 years against the odds. I thought it was a really, really good one. Local-based uh, lumber company. Especially on the back of the Morton Loggers Jubilee. We love to get history of loggers in Lewis County. Yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, uh, Don Brunel, our syndicated columnist that we run, often wrote a headline that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to most people, but why gasoline engines must be part of reducing carbon. Hmm. What it, does syndicate mean? I just uh, He's syndicated uh, in the... He's part of a columnist mafia. <laughs> his columns are run across many papers. Like oh. He's the former AWB president. Association of Washington Business, and so they would send his column out. Gotcha. And when he retired, he decided he would go solo and launch his solo career. And going rogue, people just kept his column. He was talking about Glacier National Park and the buses they used to move people up there, and how many cars that keeps off the road. Um, and then another letter I liked, the last one I share here, I think, um, is the life and death of Buddy and a plea to follow speed limits. Oh, kind that of one heart was wrenching. Yeah, that was tough. Um, the response on in the comments on Facebook was a little disheartening. A lot of people being like, you know, it's your responsibility and they're not necessarily wrong, but your responsibility to secure your dog was the predominant response to that one. Well, um, it's also your responsibility to go the speed limit, which yeah. is what they're asking for. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you hit a dog and you have any general idea of where it lived, I think the, the human response is to go and, and even, even though that's extremely difficult, like go find the person or at least try and let them know just so they can have that. But anyways, that's uh, them's the highlights on the opinion page anyways. All right. People's Champion of the Week. We've got a few entries. As we always do. First amongst them, Morton Teacher honored among WSECU Teachers of the Week. This is Madison McCoy, who teaches third grade in Morton. She got to go to a Mariners game. Yeah, on that one, the Morton School District shared the photos, and that's where I got that little news item. Um, and so we laid it out in the paper, and then when I went to upload it, I realized that the metadata for the photo was the photographer for the East County Journal in Morton, so I accidentally committed photo theft, and I apologize for that. Uh, was it Chris Johnson? Yeah, it was Chris Johnson. I'm sure he was okay with it. I'm sure he's fine with it, too, but I I had already published at that point, so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and throw this up here, and if they want to borrow some of our photos, they are welcome to. I can yeah. think of occasions where they have. Oh, good. Then that's <laughs> totally fine. I, we're, we're good friends with those the Duval, Duvals, who were also the Grand Marshals at the Logging Jubilee. Oh, Loggers yeah. Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, some other People's Champion nominees. Geo Girls. Yeah, I put this in here. We did talk about it briefly last week, but uh, we had uh, an article in the Saturday paper about the Geo Girls, a camp for geologists who are in middle school and high school and learning about the trade and study and whatever. And they're like USGS and the Mount St. Helens Institute has volunteers, predominantly women who are teaching young girls how to get into science. And it was really fun to go visit them and watch them do that at Mount St. Helens. And just very wholesome, lovely to meet them and talk to them all. I had a great time. And then the winner, and this really and my, big cow. My, my winner is definitely the big cow. I said to Schwartz like two days ago, the cow is going to be my oh, champion. Yeah. I'm taking big cow. I mean, you got to throw an honorable mention out to Michaela Maynard for representing the fair so well over oh, the past yeah, year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. I'm sure that's rough. You have that job for a full year and you have to give it up. But she's still at the fairgrounds, it looks like, so... Yeah, it's customary that the little Miss Friendlies hang out together at the fair. Yeah, they have to. Well, they're they're friendly. Do you think like at any point there's like a Lord of the Rings type situation where Michaela's holding the cape and the, the new one asks for like, did you know the cape? I don't know. It's right here in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> like the ring, huh? Any nerds uh -huh, out there? Uh -huh. They know what I, I'm talking about. Yes. Mike, Michaela gave a really sweet speech yesterday um, during the ceremony as well, just like thanking so many different people for her year as Little Miss Friendly. And it was definitely the most emotional I had seen her. She's usually like very put together. And friendly. Yeah. Uh, very, Siren's Science very Banger friendly. of the Week. We've got a couple nominees. Wait, we didn't choose. Oh, did we? It's we well, said the cow. Ass cow. Yeah, oh. It's the big cow. Okay, it's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's fair. We really really give it to the cow. Our first. No, no, no. We've had dogs win it before. Our first yeah. bovine, yeah. I believe. I'm confident. Uh, Siren's banger of the week: goat stolen from Grays Harbor County Fair. Penny, a very small Nigerian dwarf goat. It's about three months old and has special needs. The goat was spotted at Walmart in Lacey several hours after the theft was last seen leaving the fairgrounds with a white female between the ages of 18 and 25. And this, this case was solved. They got yes. Penny back. Yeah, the Grace Harbor County Sheriff's Office later updated to say that the animal was reunited with her family. This is per the Olympian, by the way. We broke the missing goat story, but the Olympian tied, up the, tied it up at the end. Oh. Um, yeah, let's see here. Uh, 
they arrested one person and identified two others linked to the alleged crime. And uh, yeah, that's that's the long and short of it. Whew, that was stressful. Yeah, what a so sad. What a scary for that goat. ride, especially for the goat. Okay, I'm not trying to be not trying to be a hater, but what does it mean when a cat a goat has special needs? Like, I'm sure anything other than a regular need for a, a goat is special, but what do you think it means? You probably have to like feed it by hand. Maybe a special kind of feed. It could mean okay. I mean, it has dietary restrictions. Now, if Maybe? someone steals the giant cow from the fair, I feel like they should be allowed to keep it. <laughs> yeah, they can get away with you it. You can't really like, sneak out a 2,700 pound cow. Well, not that I would want to help the criminal who does that or if anyone did that, but he's not um, halter trained. You have to have a trailer and you have to lead him into the trailer. Well, if you wanted to well, get the cow out of there, you just have to like good kick to open the gate and hop aboard. Nobody's going to stop you. If you're a really good cowboy, I guess. Well, there are professional rodeoists at the fair. Bring it back around. Yeah. Um, There's another sirens item in today's sirens that I wanted to throw out there. It's not really a banger of the week. It's more of just like a reminder that no one should actually get as a reminder. Um, It's a hot dog story. Dog left in a hot car. A dog was reportedly left in a vehicle with the windows rolled up in the 1600 block of Northwest Louisiana Avenue, August 15th. The internal temperature of the car reportedly measured 103 degrees Fahrenheit. Officers removed the dog from the vehicle and left a note on the car's window instructing the owner to contact the police department. The owner reportedly called just before noon asking, quote, why no one went inside the store to find him before taking his dog away. Hmm. What block was that in? Uh, Walmart. It, yeah, it looks like Walmart. Was it 16? It was. Yeah. yeah, so that's why they didn't go in. It's because you were in Walmart. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to yeah. really... F- you just have to You'd have to say, did you leave your dog in your car over the intercom? Six yeah. people run outside. Like, that's Oh, you said dog. People. I thought you meant kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't leave your dog in a car. Come on, people. Yeah. I don't even see why you got to tell people this. Uh, another news item, a Centralia man was cited for shoplifting a t-shirt in the 300 block of Reynolds Avenue on August 12th. I don't condone theft, but you're stealing a shirt from Dollar General. Like, you must really need a shirt. Yeah. Just, just let him have the shirt. That's not a justification. Was though. it like a shirtless man? Could have been. It's like a dollar. I don't know. What's the, what's the name of the... <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> Sorry. What's the name of the cop in uh, Les Mis? Oh, I don't, don't know. know. That's you, Eric. No, I don't is know it, what that uh, is. I don't is get Gerard the reference, Butler? and I watched the, the last version of that movie. I tried to watch it, and I, just, I, I couldn't do it. It, had, it has Wolverine in it. I know. It's really good. I didn't, and Catwoman. I didn't love the operetta either, but the, the point is Jean Valjean gets five years in prison for stealing a loaf of bread, and then he gets... Uh, you should have like, used an Aladdin reference. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have worked better. Yeah. It, okay. I would have I'm gotten, sorry. I would have gotten that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another news item that we didn't bring up that I just need to throw out there because I learned something that I didn't know, and it's kind of awesome. Aaron, do you know what a group of flamingos is called? Uh, no. It's a flamboyance. I like that. That's it's good. great. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Fantastic. I like that. So that was from uh, Matthew Zilstra. Centralia Girl Scout Troop unleashes flamingos on lawns. We've wrote about it before. They flock people. Yeah, bunch of flockers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mother flockers. <laughs> yep, yep. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready for Facebook comments? Yeah, well, I, I do want to know that there's a lot of awesome news that would have made for good news dumps, but there's just been too much of it this week because of Isabel and Emily Fitzgerald and Matthew and our newest reporter, Owen Sexton, and of course, Jared. There's more news in the past week than we've had in a very long time, so you should go to Cronline and check it out. Yeah, there was some stuff. flood stuff too, like an update on the Shayla's Basin Project mm-hmm. stuff. And then also um, a lot, a lot of FEMA money going into Aberdeen and Hoquiam projects. I mean, yeah, go to go to Cronline. And also you should do that anyways before listening to this podcast because what we say is not going to be as substantial or informative <laughs> as just reading. How the news. dare you? <laughs> Since she noted the river, we are, we are officially declaring all of the Chehalis river basin, our coverage area. Yes. So no offense, daily world, the debt Oakville cruiser, but the river is ours. Okay. <laughs> I conquered it in 2009 and then she, she re-upped it and Jared re-upped it with their river trip. So if it happens on the Shales river, it's ours. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> well, and, and also, like the river got some landed some punches. Now, <laughs> yeah, and they also, did. It certainly did. This isn't even like a. This isn't even a diss to the Daily World, but the 
the truth is that we have a lot of really like good established relationships with people throughout the basin because we have been covering this stuff for a while. And so we do get tips about these things happening. I bet they do too, but we also just want to cover it because people here care about it. Send enforcers down the river. Keep them away. <laughs> uh, on the story about the catalytic converter theft ring, comment says, I know he ain't stealing. He paid cash for mine. Them Centralian Chalice PD just suck expletive and do what's easiest to ruin good people's lives. I don't this, think he was this, arrested by Centralian It was also Chalice the Oregon PD. police. Yeah. They're chipping him out. So Beaverton, um, that's where his beef is. Yeah. Uh, on fair photos of the carnival, the comment says, not seeing ring of fire. What a shame. Looking like slim choices compared to other years. It's fortunate, unfortunate prices increased and rides and activities decrease. Okay. Not to be also the old person who's like, it ain't what it used to be. But yesterday was the first time I ever went on rides at the fair since like before I left for college and they have these like cards. Now you like load up a card with like money oh, yeah. that makes sense. and then they like scan it and that's how you get on the ride. Wow. They don't have paper not, tickets no anymore. Tickets. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's just like insert coin doesn't do tokens anymore unless you're playing pinball, yeah, like a little card. Yeah. You get a yeah. card and load I think it it's up. It's kind of nice. It's like, like a maybe, different maybe world. Maybe ring of fire should like be put to sleep after a while. Like, would you really want like a 20 year old fair ride going stuff? I didn't see the zipper either. Someone else was complaining. The zipper wasn't there. And that is the ride that made me stop riding rides. I hated the <laughs> ring of fire. I've done it and I almost vomited. I mean, I was like 10, but I still don't want to do it again. And also ever since I was a teenager and the intern always had to cover the fair, like that spend your whole week at the fair. It's always the narrative every single year is the fair ain't what it used to be. And you know what? I see old photos of the fair all the time and it looks like exactly what it used to be. <laughs> and I, I will make think- a caveat though. The week, And I was telling everyone in the newsroom this, like two defining moments of the last three defining moments of the last hundred or so years in Centralia, Lewis County, Centralia massacre, flood of 2007 and weird Al showing up and melting our faces off back in like 2009 or 10 or whatever it was. But, um, I will say <laughs> it's true. Defense it's true. Okay. I feel like Transalta closing down is a big one. Uh, it's in the top, it's with, in the top 10, but it Al. doesn't reach weird Al. <laughs> in defense of the fair, what about it, like Bill Clinton going to Centralia? Nope. Sorry, Isabel. We'll let you let you have your point. Uh, no, top it, ten though. It's, still, it's fine. I was just gonna say the fairgrounds look better than they ever have. There's been a lot of upgrades, paint jobs, new bathrooms. It's it's really nice. A lot nicer than I've ever seen them. I feel like we should be praising things as well sometimes, but I know that's just not what Facebook does. <laughs> <laughs> what if you replace the carnival with just like a it's like a big hole in the ground, and instead of rides, you just gave kids some molly and shoved them in the pit. Oh my gosh! You Sounds can't like a wild time. That. I mean, I, <laughs> that's La La Palooza. Throw the big steer in there too. <laughs> mix it up they have that bit. already. <laughs> um, also, just want to say one more thing about the the fairgrounds and the positivity and Facebook and whatever. Um, I posted a photo, I think it was on Friday night, of the recently painted blue pavilion, which looks incredible, by the way. The, the blue is stunning. I'm not even just saying that. Like, it's really pretty. <laughs> and Stunning. No, I love it's that color. Blue. It's like my favorite color blue I've ever seen, I think. I'm not even kidding. Like future, I, what's future color? I thought it was really called? good. Future house color. I, I'll ask. Like, it's not Carolina blue. Um, it's like a very deep blue. It was like sort of a cobalt. You know, but like mm. deeper than traditional. I don't know. I just thought it was very pretty. I just think the building looks great. And I posted a photo of it. And the first comment was, would be nice to get some flowers out there. <laughs> never. Like, they just fixed it. Like, I'm sure they'll get there if they want to. They're never going to be happy with it. I love Hon- Honolulu blue. That's what I was looking for. Oh. Good color. Well, Jay-Z has his color. own shade of blue as well that he, uh, Does he? trademarked. Just letting you know. Are you going to go on? No, that was it. Is it the blueprint? No, it had nothing to do with that. Uh, another <laughs> uh, another comment on photos of insert coins, games being at the fair. Comment just says, question, why is the Chronicle giving so much publicity for a fair in another state? I have no idea where that person was coming from. <laughs> what do they mean? I, I mean. Speaking I, of Molly in a hole. I don't, I don't get that one. We do occasionally, because there's two 
maybe two, two other Centralias. And so we get people that call us from time to time to like, like with a obituary or classified mm-hmm. and they'll get all the way through to running it. And then the street doesn't exist around here and we're start comparing notes and they figure out it's the wrong paper. Remember, Same thing with Chronicles. There's lots of Chronicles. Yeah. yeah. Remember um, <laughs> last year when we were covering the change of the Toledo mascot to the Riverhawks and somebody wrote a letter about it and they were really pissed off and they were like, why hasn't the school talked to old uh, graduates? And then it was like Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's funny. It happens from time to time. The uh, Centralia High School in Pennsylvania, their mascot is the orphan. Oh, wow. Wow. The Centralia orphans. That's something. Yeah, yeah. The, what is that's the, also like? the one that has uh, an it's most famous that it's like all burning underground there because there maybe was that's a, a mine maybe fire. This is like Centralia somewhere else. There's that's, one in Illinois as well. I think it's Centralia, Illinois. Is the orphans. Yeah, I think that's right. I but had yeah. a Centralia orphans T-shirt for a while. Pennsylvania okay, is like just, largely evacuated and on fire underground. Yeah, that's the Silent Hill. I just mm-hmm. looked up yeah. the mascot and it's just like a kid with a basketball. An oh, orphan or- with a basketball. It's the orphan and Annie's though. Oh, they're, they're the Annies. If they're it's the or, it's the orphan and Annies. Mm-hmm. That is that is something. It's kind of dark. The but, Annie you know, needs updated. Story there. It's an ugly kid. <laughs> well, they're I don't know. Kids got. <laughs> going to be like, well, they're orphans. <laughs> yeah. Harsh. Maybe. Kids got big arms though. You've never seen a beautiful orphan. I was What's just going to say maybe they're like celebrating. Why does Annie right look now? like Ronald McDonald? Is my question. It's not a good Bruce Annie. Wayne, good looking orphan. Look orphan like was updated. McDonald. Annie was not. <laughs> that not my version of Annie. <laughs> Anyway, what's uh, what's, <laughs> what's coming in Thursday's edition of the Chronicle? We talked about a lot of it because a lot of it's fair stuff. I think we have four or five pages of co- fair coverage, and I will not apologize. And I might even double it for Saturday. Big right. on the fair this year. Okay, um, but one we didn't talk about: Lewis County Conservation Districts giving out willow cuttings at the fair. We did talk mm-hmm. about that. Did we? I missed it entirely. I talked about uh, it. New fair block we had. Up I front. missed it. New cannabis dispensaries location in Centralia raising concerns from Drug Rehabilitation Center. Apparently, they approved this new pot store over on Gold Street. Um, and then this rehabilita- drug, rehabil- uh, drug rehabilitation center moved, like, I don't know how many feet, like, to a new location. So when it was approved, it was far enough away to meet state law. But in its new location, where it's already at, um, it's too close. And this uh, pot store is already building. Like, they're already renovating. Which drug rehab center is that? Where is that? Is this that is on- Core Health. Uh, Longview based, I believe. Oh, does this say where they are? Um, it's on Gold Street, South Gold. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, the story's up, and there's actually a map that shows the distance between the two and all that good stuff. That's another Owen Sexton joint. Oh, there's just a like a mystery storefront on a tower that I drive by, and I was like, wonder what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Matthew Zilstra s- launched our new initiative to get out to every city council meeting within a month, and so the month starts today. I'm going to declare that. Okay. Because PL was the first one. Um, and, you know, there was a time we had a lot more reporters. We've beefed up since the Taylors have purchased us, but, like, uh, we can't get to all of them. It's just not possible anymore with as many towns we have. He went to PL, though, so we got a nice story on traffic speed issues, which I thought was the type of stuff you're going to find at those small town things that people care about. And then also a little information about how they might lose their EMS service out in PL, and they're looking for information on that. So mm-hmm. those are a couple things. Going to solve the problem with Molly and a pit. You could. You probably could. Um, yeah, and there's lots of other stuff in there, too. But, again, highlights. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of News Dump. Uh, a reminder, sponsored by Summit Funding and the Roof Doctor. Leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts if you like. We had a new review. It was nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's that's kind. Uh, that's pretty much It was like, yeah, this podcast is good. Excellent. Aww. Yeah, it was nice. Um, yeah. That's it. Uh, we'll talk to you. You're not going to do your usual, I don't need your praise. Like, <sighs> check it out, whatever. I don't care. News dump out. That was pretty damn good, Eric. <laughs> He's Apple an impressions podcast. guy. You guys already have the same voice. You don't even have to deepen it. If you want, it makes no difference to me. See, I like Aaron's voice, so that's that's nice. Thank you. Soothing. <laughs> if you guys, if I didn't know you and I listened to this podcast, I wouldn't be able to tell who was speaking. Oh, I think you would after listening to one episode. Okay. <laughs> just listen just listen for the guy who hates cops thanks for stripping us um, of our individuality I'm sorry yeah. it's just it's real you nice have you. similar voices that's not a bad thing well we spend a lot of time together so it's like that situation where your dog starts to look like you 
Schwartz and I have started to sound alike after shouting at each other about the news for 15 years. Yeah. And with that sad bit of observation, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>